Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the show. Ahoy, matey. It'd be a glorious day. Why are you talking like that? It's National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Talk Like a Pirate Day? I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate. Ahoy, matey. Yarr. Ahoy. <laughs> Happy National Talk Like a Pirate Day, matey. It's showtime. During the summer, I tour with my kids, and we'll do like a kid activity during the day, and then I'll do a show at night. And usually the kid activity is like a zoo or a park. When we were in Erie, Pennsylvania, we went on a pirate boat ride, which was pretty authentic, because when I think of Lake Erie, I think of all them pirates <laughs> storming the shores of Western Pennsylvania. There were like 50 kids, they were all dressed like pirates. I felt like I was at a children's Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> and I tell you, those kids were having that time of their lives. Kids love to dress like pirates. The murderers and rapists that pirates were. <laughs> and we think it's adorable. It's so cute, he looks just like one of those sociopaths who terrorized the Caribbean. We let our kids dress like murderers. Darth Vader, that genocidal lunatic. It's fun. The devil, it's cute. Hitler, no. Yes, it's wake-up time. What's the point? We're all slowly dying. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Start rhyming our apology to the FCC. And turn it up, too, all the way. Get the f*** out of bed, bitch, go. Y'all do a kick-ass show every day. Just want to tell you, you got the best program on the radio. Get up, get up, and they got no phone. I listen to you guys every morning. You guys rock, man. You are awesome. Gotta wake up, gotta wake up, bitch, get up. You guys are awesome, by the way. Freaking hilarious. You guys are going straight to hell. <laughs> get up, get up. Y'all rock. Y'all are the best men on the radio. Corey and Patrick in the morning. 100.3 The Edge. Get up, get up, All right, here we go. Five minutes after six. Yes, you made it past Monday. It's Corey and Patrick. What is up? September the 19th. Wow. Uh, we better be on our best behavior. No errant words seeping into the conversation that might offend somebody. No, no. We'll, we'll be good today. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the program. And um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Later on today. Yeah. At 810, we have uh, some tickets for uh, Nickelback. Yes. And then at 910, or pretty close to that, Queens of the Stone Age. That'll be awesome. I know people are excited about those shows. Right. Uh, You know, we don't get a chance to talk about it this early in the morning, but uh, maybe we should mention the chili cook-off. Yeah. So um, we're like uh, less than two weeks away from the deadline for the chili cook-off. Yeah. We're about only 25% towards our goal of teams, which means we're uh, we're lagging behind. It generally happens that way. Yeah, I know. It's a slow start often. Uh, the cook-off is happening on Saturday, October 28th. 
And it's going to be at the fairgrounds this year, brought to you by Rainwater Holt and Sexton and Airco. But um, today, at least um, at least now, let's uh, concentrate on luring in some of those businesses who benefit greatly from thousands of people walking past their booth. Well, yeah, no, it's, you know, when you talk about uh, $60 is your registration fee and then you, you know, make your chili, uh, you're literally talking about thousands of people who come through the event and get in front of your booth to try your chili. And so it's a great opportunity for businesses. It's a great opportunity for bands trying to get their name out there. Uh, Anything like that. Maybe you have um, a home-based business. It's a great way to promote it. So maybe you... uh you uh, start thinking about it as a way to promote yourself and also do good by helping us raise money for the van and the Pulaski County Humane Society. Uh, it's it's a great, uh, ooh, I, I don't want to say the words, team building opportunity. <laughs> but it is, it <laughs> your, really is. <laughs> for your employees. Uh, generally when somebody comes to me and says they have a team building activity, I uh, cower in the corner. Yeah, right. But it is, it is, it's good. Uh, it gets, you know, if you're, maybe it's your business or, um, you know, you, you can approach your boss and get get your office or your business involved. Enter a team. There's money. There's trophies to be won. There's that chili belt. Plus, you'll have all this, like, viral marketing. Well, and if you're a business, that's all a write-off. Well, it is. I mean, it is. It is. Because this is a nonprofit. Yeah, it's a charity event. Yeah. So think about it and go to edgelarock.com. Sign up. You can click through the banner at the front of the website. Get your team in. Get it done because we uh, have to uh, wrap it up by October 1st in terms of getting our teams. Yes. This is Get Ready Day. Okay. I'm not sure what you're getting ready for. Maybe for anything. It's also International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Okay. Two guys in the late 90s came up with this goofy idea playing racquetball. Mm-hmm. A few years later, they went to Dave Barry, the columnist mm-hmm. at uh, in Miami. And said, would you be the spokesperson? He wrote a column about it, and it took off. Wow. That's how that happened. Okay. It's also Meow Like a Pirate Day. Uh-uh. <clears throat> National Butterscotch Pudding Day. Okay. Oh. National IT Professionals Day. Ah. The mm. original Cranky Bastards. Mm. National Voter Registration Day. National Woman Road Warrior Day. Okay. And finally, it's take a loved one to the doctor day. What about this for a rebranding? AIDS was originally called GRID, G-R-I-D, stood for gay-related immunodeficiency. Hmm. The CDC realized that term was wrong because it wasn't only gay people getting it. So they changed the name to AIDS in September of 1982. Yeah. All right. Today, sunny with a high of 90 degrees at 61 right now. And uh, on the weather, Almanac in Arkansas in 1924, mm. a tornado hit Hot Springs, killing one. Oh, wow. Guys, point three. The Edge, Arkansas's rock station. Good morning, 15 past six. It's Corey and Patrick. Uh, 61 now, sunny with a high today of 90. The news is brought to you by The Reed Firm. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Tim Reed. It's free unless he wins your case. 777-READ, R-E-E-D, or readfirm.com. Good people, man. 
All right. Jeremy Irons is 75 today. Phenomenal actor. Randolph Mantooth is 78. He was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. I think that's Dorothy's son. Dorothy Mantooth? Yeah. Who is Dorothy Mantooth? Oh, she's a saint, man. You don't know her? I No. Oh, okay. Not Not a big deal. It's a character from a movie. Oh, okay. David McCallum is 90. Cherry O'Terry is 61. She was very funny. Kim Richards is 59. Uh, do you know who Kevin Zegers is? I don't. Well, he was an Air Bud. 39 today. Frida Payne is 81. She had a huge hit song in the 70s called Band of Gold. Paul Williams is 83. He was in town just last weekend at the Comic-Con. Oh, was he? Okay. Remember we talked about Paul yeah, Williams? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's 83. He's a song, very successful songwriter. He and was, yeah. He was he also is. an actor and... Uh, chef, writer, restaurant owner, TV personality, Mario Batali is 63 today. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is 49. Uh, TV personality and author Joan London is 73. She used to be on ABC's Good Morning America. Yeah, I don't know what she does. Um, she's written some books. Wrestler in Total Divas star Eva Marie is 39. Okay. Uh, legendary model from the 1960s and early 70s. Twiggy mm. is 74 today. Okay. Locally, let's go all the way to Altus and wish a very happy birthday to Galen Klein. You may know Galen as a guitar and sound tech for from day one. Happy birthday. Altus. Yeah. Don't they have a bunch of vineyards up they in do. Altus? They do. They have wineries there. Yeah. All right, some local stuff from Channel 7. The Saline County Sheriff's Office, with the assistance of the Bryant Police Department, arrested a man Monday morning on over 1,000 counts of child porn. It's bad. Richard Jason Wilson of Bryant was charged with 1,250 counts mm. of distributing, possessing, or viewing of matter depicting sexually explicit conduct involving a child. Mm-hmm. Authorities stated in the post on Facebook that Wilson, a registered sex offender, has been the subject of an ongoing investigation involving child sexual abuse material. This comes from Fox 16. A Jefferson County detention deputy was arrested and now faces accusations of attempting to smuggle drugs into the jail. 26-year-old deputy jailer uh, Shakamri Brianna Taylor was found trying to smuggle drugs into WC Dub Brazel Adult Detention Center in Pine Bluff at the start of her shift there Saturday night. Uh, Deputy said the contraband seized from Taylor included a substance suspected to be marijuana, synthetic marijuana, commonly known as K2, and tobacco. Mm. From Fox 16 as well, a former Southwest Arkansas educator was sentenced Monday after a jury found her guilty of a sexual assault involving a minor student. A Sevier County jury found 42-year-old Labrada Van guilty of first-degree sexual assault and sentenced her to a six-year term in the Arkansas Department of Corrections. Van was serving as vice principal at Horatio High School at the time of her arrest in April of 2022. Hmm. United Auto Workers employees at the big three automakers in the U.S. went on strike last week, and UAW President Sean Fain announced last night 
that the strike will expand if progress isn't made in talks by noon on Friday. Workers have been on strike for a week at a GM plant in Wentzville, Missouri, a Ford plant in Wayne, Michigan, and a Stellantis plant in Toledo, Ohio. The union is asking for pay increases of 36 to 40 percent, although I've seen 46 percent in original stories. I don't, yeah. know why, I don't know why these things always shift around. Well, they may be adjusting it. I don't know. They also want a 32-hour work week. <laughs> Who do they think they are, right. DJs? A 32-hour work <laughs> 32. Week. Yeah, yeah, I want to be paid exactly uh, more for less. Well, no, don't we all? Yeah, oh. of course. I, I'd like a 15-hour week. You people are week. missing the boat. You need to be asking for the 20-hour work week yeah. that we have. <laughs> <laughs> they also want the return of traditional pensions. Uh, Fain said that tentative deals don't have to be reached to avoid the next round of strikes, just that serious progress has to be made. So we'll see what happens there. The uh, five U.S. citizens that have spent up to eight years detained in Iran were released yesterday after a deal was struck by the Biden administration. I hope they're very, very grateful. I'm sure they were. I mean, sure $6 they... billion, dollars, you ought to be. Uh, yeah, well... If it were you, and if you had a family member there, you'd be saying, yeah, that money was well spent. Six billion. I don't know. I, yeah, it's a lot. So you got to put yourself in the shoes no, of I'm others. No, I'm kidding. I, but they should be very thankful. Well, I mean, it's it was, a lot. It's six billion of their own money that has been frozen for a long time. Okay. So that's how that works. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, the Republicans are, are going ape crap over this. And honestly, I mean. It's not the first time it's, it's been It's not done. the first time. And I understand that. If you reward hostage-taking, it makes more hostage-taking possible. But, you know, we're talking about human lives here. No, you got them out, and that's that's a good thing, right? So, I mean, we're always going to have people who take hostages. and Were we, by the way, were, did we have that money in a bank drawing interest on it, or was it just frozen somewhere? I don't How did know. that work? I hope we were. Okay. I hope we were making something <laughs> out of it. I don't know. Yeah, thanks for the loan, guys. Uh, I wonder if all this uh, these unfrozen assets go back to the 1979 uh, deal with the American hostages in Iran. I don't know. Maybe all uh, the way back there, even. Well, I, th- I think we we went after them and froze a lot of assets at that yeah. time, and and we've been slowly releasing some of this stuff. I don't know how they actually do it, but they do it somehow. Uh, anyway, so uh, um, you know, I'm like, okay, so we got some pe- we got the people back, and well, no, that's good. And uh, you know, Ir- Iran's going to use the money for bad things because they're uh, they suck. Yeah, so, they do. You know, but uh, trust me, you in this economy, that's that's one of the least concerns you have. The stupidest thing that the Biden administration said about this was, <clears throat> excuse me, that the money would be monitored to make sure it was only spent on humanitarian efforts. Yeah, no, that's that's Stop. great. Stop it, will you? Yeah, because they couldn't move that money to an account and move some other money out. Would well, never mind. Here's uh, <laughs> Secretary of State uh, Antony Blinken. We continue uh, to be determined to take the, whatever step is necessary to deal with uh, actions by Iran. The search for an F-35 stealth fighter jet that went missing Sunday afternoon after the pilot ejected mid-flight came to an end at a debris field in South Carolina yesterday. The uh, field was found about two hours northeast of Joint Base Charleston, and residents were asked to avoid the area while a recovery team worked at the site, talking to NBC News, Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina gave more details about the jet that went missing on Sunday. My understanding is the transponder malfunctioned and that was an issue. We don't know why the pilot ejected. Obviously, we'll get answers to that at a later time. 
During a panel discussion yesterday with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on the perils of artificial intelligence, Elon Musk mentioned that the days of using X, formerly known as Twitter, well, no, uh, with no cost, rather, may be coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Musk made the statement while talking about the threat of AI online, saying that a fee to use his social media platform is the only defense against vast armies of bots. Is that right? He said we're wanting it to be just a small amount of money, suggesting it'll be less than the $8 per month fee for Twitter Blue, the premium subscription service. You know what? If, if he has enough people willing to pay for that to keep it going, then mad, mad respect to him. Uh, I'm not sure if you paid me monthly if I would use it more. I'm not going to pay for it. No, I would not pay for any social media. Here's Elon Musk. We're moving to having a small uh, monthly payment for the use of the X system is it's, it's, it's the only way I can think of to combat uh, vast armies of bots. 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 Uh, oh, running out of time here. Okay. Well, um, uh, a person is under arrest in connection with the ambush murder of a Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputy in his patrol car. This occurred the other day. Uh, Kevin Salazar was taken into custody 36 hours after the killing of Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer in the city of Palmdale. Yeah, it was an assassination, really. Yeah. And uh, finally, it's official. We're getting a second Amazon Prime Day this year. Oh, wow. Second one, huh? Prime Big Deal Days will take place October 10th and 11th. And as usual, it'll feature deals on tech, home goods, fashion, entertainment, and more. They're trying to get ahead of Black Friday. Yeah, maybe so. Well, Monday Night Football is one of the few places maybe that Chris Stapleton, Snoop Dogg, and Cindy Blackman Santana could hook up together on a track, but that's exactly what's going on. The trio took on uh, Phil Collins' classic in the air tonight and uh, put a new spin on it for the theme to Monday Night Football. So that, that was a pretty big deal. Uh, a lot of people uh, seem favorable of it. Some people didn't. That's to be expected. Uh, we now know the extent of the injury suffered by Colorado superstar Travis Hunter following that dirty hit Saturday's overtime victory over Colorado State. He did leave the contest after taking that late hit from uh, safety Henry Blackburn that left him in pain. Well, he briefly returned late in the first half, but was eventually taken to the hospital. And uh, he's going to miss multiple weeks. So what's up? Well, it appears that he suffered a lacerated lizard, uh, liver. He's expected to be out three to four weeks with that injury. Uh, and so not only was he interfered with, but, you know, he was it was non-sportsmanlike conduct. Some people think that he should have been uh, put out of the NCAA. I, it was a late hit. It was a bad hit. It was a dirty hit. I don't think he should be booted, but maybe suspended. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes restructured his agreement, giving him $210.6 million between 2023 and 26. That's the most money in NFL history in a four-season span. His compensation for those years now guaranteed. The Chiefs and Mahomes plan to revisit that after 2026. Uh, Mahomes became the NFL's highest-paid player in the summer of 2020 when he signed that 10-year extension. No player has topped that contract, the $450 million contract, in terms of total value. But several quarterbacks passed him in average annual pay, including for this year, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, 
and Joe Burrow. Let's see. Uh, to the average football f- fan, the meaningless field goal kick by the Rams at the end of the loss to the 49ers, just a stat bunch. Uh, the game was 30-20, to 20, and the kick made it 30-23. Uh, to gamblers who took the 49ers against the spread, it was a kick straight to the gonads. Going into the game, San Fran favored by 7.5 points. That field goal allowed the Rams to beat the spread and sportsbooks to make serious money. Uh, boy, a Buffalo Bills fan's okay after being found naked near the stadium. Apparently, he jumped over a construction fence, fell 30, 40 feet, landed in a hole. When he was found, he was covered in poop since some CFC somehow ended up in a porta potty. The poor guy's been charged with trespassing. The construction site is where the new Bill Stadium is being built. They said, yeah, alcohol was most likely involved. Shocking, I know. That's it for sports. THV 11 says sunny today. The high is uh, destined to be about 90. It's 62 now. More coming up. Patrick in the morning. It's a clean show with a certain sensitivity towards never offending anyone. Said f***ing nobody. 100.3 the edge. It's 62 now. Today's sunny with a high of 90 degrees. It's going to be really nice. Uh, Perfect. Uh, Fall is arriving this Saturday. Yes, it is, man. Right. So, speaking of fall, uh, coming up October 28th, Saturday the 28th at the fairgrounds, 17th annual Chili Cook-Off. We've declared today uh, Chili Cook-Off Business Tuesday. Yeah, that is correct, because we need to do the business of getting teams registered for the Chili Cook-Off. And we're also uh, specifically appealing to businesses today who are looking to do a couple things at once. They're looking to do a little viral marketing in front of the thousands of people who will attend. Yes. And they're also looking to help us out and uh, raise money for the Humane Society and the Pulaski County, or sorry, the van and the Pulaski County Humane Society. Yeah. Now, the thing is, when you, uh, and you you brought it out before, if you're a business, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you expend, the registration, the the stuff for the chili, you can go ahead and write that off because this is a nonprofit event. Well, absolutely. And look, if you are, uh, whether you're a small business, maybe an independent insurance agent or a band, or whether you're a big business, maybe a restaurant mm-hmm. or, you know, a, a firm of some kind that you want to get in front of a lot of people, families especially, because it's a huge family event, this is perfect. And, you know, you register 60 bucks. And uh, again, it's gonna you're gonna write all that off, but that's the probably the best return on investment you're gonna get. You'll be in front of thousands of people, literally. Yeah, put a team together of four people at your particular business. Yeah, and then uh, go to edgelittlerock.com, enter online. It's very easy, and then get ready to cook that chili. Uh, don't forget when you set up your booth because everything is Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. You'll also be able to put up some signage uh, as long as it's in good taste about your business. Oh, absolutely! Some some people give out like keychains or free things, tchotchkes of different kinds, along yeah. with the candy and stuff yeah. and the chili. So I'll be honest with you, I don't care if you own a brick and mortar store and you build it in your parking lot spot as long as it's gone at the end. So think about it. Maybe you're a food truck and you want to enter in there and promote your food yeah. truck. Or maybe you you know, you know, make personal uh, crafts and, and you want to vend, be a vendor. That's right. Know? That's right. So think about it. Get a team together. Don't forget four T-shirts that are in your size that you pick with this year's logo on it. Go to the uh, four team members. And um, there's prizes. There's money. There's trophies. It's great. You should get involved. 
All right, go to edgelittlerock.com, click through, register today. You should definitely get involved in that. This, however, I don't know. You heard the saying, uh, the blind leading the blind? This might be one of the most literal examples of that. A woman on social media who says she's a holistic coach. And I'm always a little bit sketch when I see the word holistic Mm -hmm. because it lumps a lot of things in. And it says, hey, it's not the traditional way. It it usually says to me, I don't have a degree in what I'm doing. I'm a hippie. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the holistic coach says that people with diminished eyesight are told they need glasses and contact lenses. She said, that's a lie. And for $11 a class, she'll explain to you why. Hmm. Her name's Samantha Lewis. She offers a simple, holistic, multi-dimensional healing method that are backed by science, I guess more than one. She says, if you're closed-minded and want to stay a victim, it's not for you. That's right. If you come in here trying to disprove this, get out. So she's convincing people they don't need glasses. Right. Some people, at least. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. She said it's basically a sales pitch. You know? The glasses is a sales pitch. Yeah. So if you're nearsighted, don't worry about that. The doctor's crazy. You come to my class, and I'll feed you garlic or some other nutrients, and we'll fix it. Now, Samantha, who is the teacher, says that uh, it's not a grift. Her teaching include tips on avoiding blue light. What's that? Oh, you mean the screens? Yeah, reducing screen time, using specific eye and neck exercises, and incorporating specific nutrients into your diet. Now, she's from Canada, and the Canadian Association of Optometrists says, we don't know about any of this science she's talking about that says this works. We're not familiar with any of it. I don't see how any combination of juicing or other nutrients is going to change your nearsightedness or your farsightedness, or your astigmatism, or anything else? No, I I think that uh, there are, if you have really maybe minor uh, vision issues, you may be able to do some exercises that help that, you know, to some extent. What what is a minor vision? Well, like it's not, your vision isn't horrible. You know, you can do some focusing exercises that may help lightly, but you can't overcoming astigmatism because your cornea is shaped different Mm -hmm. you can't wish that away you can't eat a nutrient that changes that that's what i'm saying it seems to me that when she claims that optometrists who recommend glasses are lying that's a very heavy statement well yeah no and if you're willing to pay her 11 dollars a month to not need glasses anymore you probably Wait a minute, it's 11 a month or just 11 for an online no, class? No, $11 a month, or $11 a class, I'm sorry. Class. Yeah, so yeah, you're probably getting what, what you deserve. What if you can't see well enough to follow the video online? Well, I guess you're not going to be doing it. <laughs> is she going to be able to? We have a little bit of this lady here. Oh, do we? Yeah, this oh. is Samantha Lotus speaking about it. What's the one thing that your optometrist doesn't want you to know about? The fact that you do not need glasses. That's right, you may have been told that you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. There are mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual reasons why you may not be seeing, and I'm here to tell you that that can be healed. That's right, she's going to put the mud in your eye. She's going to block whatever is getting in the way of your vision, the spiritual... I know you think you're blind. The doctors told you you were blind, but you're not really blind. Did you know that? What? 
So where does she do her wellness influencing? Is it on TikTok oh, by any chance? My, well, I'm sure it's everywhere. Hmm. Wouldn't it be there? I mean, that'd be a good part, just the, a good uh, promotional part. The best place to get any kind of medical advice is probably social media. You know what else you don't need? A liver transplant just because Absolutely you were told. Not. You don't need that. Just chew on this, yeah. this bark. That'll make you better. From one of my favorite trees. More of Corey and, Corey and Patrick in the morning. 100.3 The Edge. Ten minutes before seven. Corey and Patrick, how the hell are you? It's 61 now. It's going to be sunny and 90 degrees today. So we're pretty lucky um, living here in Arkansas. We don't have to deal with uh, some of the issues and problems that other bigger cities do. Or, no, no, no. Many of know. those problems, you know, they, they stay on the coast. Still is kind of interesting to follow some of this. Um, I saw this yesterday. Just a couple of stories out of New York City, which is really melting down into a complete hellhole. Mm, it's it's just, problematic. It's a, Really, they have serious problems there. The mayor last week was... Eric Adams. Mm-hmm. He was uh, telling a group of people that, uh, you know, the, the city was absolutely disintegrating, basically, and that they didn't have the money for all the migrants, and uh, it was destroying the city. Yeah, well. I mean, that's the mayor. There's a lot of policies that have uh, made that uh, possible. Yeah. So I saw these two stories, and I thought, oh, okay, well, considering you don't have enough money as it is, uh, whose idea was this? Futuristic garbage cans will soon appear on New York City streets. These things cost a thousand dollars a piece. Well, now San Francisco, remember, had a twenty thousand dollar trash can. So these must be from the bargain bin. They buy these on Timu. I <laughs> Timu. I don't know. So I, I I looked at these cans. Now I'm talking about just not like bins that are picked up and hauled away. Okay. This is something you throw your Starbucks cup in. Okay. Oh. Okay. On the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and they're a thousand dollars. What are they made of? Titanium. They're 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 made of. Um, they have a lightweight plastic liner inside a perforated metal and concrete shell. Yeah, I don't. And it's got know. a swinging lid on top. Seems like thousands a little pricey. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It seems pricey to me. Yeah. Especially since uh, they're gonna they're they're going to be replacing all the trash cans in the city at that price, and it's like wow, it just seems to me that. You couldn't find a slightly more frugal alternative for trash cans? Well, I'd probably look at who got the contract. Okay. Not to make a big issue of that. Again, New York City doesn't have money. Yet, uh, the city council now is uh, planning some other things to do. Uh, They're considering a series of measures that would, among other things, oh, guess what? Remove some more major historical statues. Oh, okay. Like George Washington. Oh, get that old dude out of here. Like Christopher Columbus. Yeah. And even the Dutch governor of New York from back way back when, uh, Peter Stuyvesant. Okay. I mean, there's a whole whole area of uh, of uh, is it Brooklyn the Stuyvesant section? Yeah. Because uh, Peter Stuyvesant was, uh, you know... A, Can we repurpose these and make them like uh, mannequins or something? Uh, maybe we can melt them down and uh, make trash bins out of now, them. Now, see, there's that's a good repurposing right but, there. But not only are they trying to do that, uh-oh, here we go. Because, you know, they, they got so much money, they don't know what to do with it. Okay. The city council is now uh, going to be looking at some sort of reparations. Yeah, for anyone who visited New York? No. Oh, 
No, they're they're going to look at no, um, obviously they're going to look at uh, the impact of uh, slavery and past injustices uh, for African Americans in New York City and uh, talk about reparations. Oh, all well and good, well, but I'm, the problem is you don't have a mo- enough money now for the migrants who are coming to your city. Where are they getting all they're this not, dough? They don't have any money. This is a razzle dazzle. See Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom put those folks through two years of doing all the research on that. They yeah. come out with a plan, and he goes, yeah, no, good plan. We're not doing it. Uh, thanks for playing. And that was that, you know, and uh, this is what New York's doing. This is a, this is just a virtue signal. They're not going to follow through on this because you've pointed out they don't have the money to even if they want to. So it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's just amazing that these people now, probably they, never heard of something called a budget. Now, could we eBay like the George Washington statue and get money out of that, maybe that would help. And what would that thing bring on eBay? <laughs> yeah, they ought, to, they ought to put it up. They ought to auction it off. I mean, what countries would like George Washington now? We can send it there. Maybe somebody else likes them. Yeah. I, I don't even know which uh, which particular statue it is, but uh, it's uh, we're, we're, I, I thought we kind of got past that. I think it's the one uh, where George uh, Washington was robbing people at gunpoint. Is that the statue? Oh, Before he became president? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, wait. No, it's not it. Morgan Patrick in the morning. It's the opposite of safe space. It's four hours daily of how the hell could you say that and what kind of human are you kind of space. 100.3 The Edge. Listen to 100.3 The Edge anywhere on your phone with the free iHeartRadio app or on your smart speaker. Just say, hey, Google, listen to 100.3 The Edge on iHeartRadio. Corey and Patrick in the morning. We're both consenting adults. 100.3 The Edge. Good morning. Five minutes after seven. It is Corey and Patrick. What's up with your Tuesday? It's 62 now. It's going to be another sunny day with a high around 90. Which one are we doing first here? Well, I thought... Uh, you well, want me to do the Instagram lady? Yeah. No, no, that's where I thought we were going. I apologize. Oh, no. It's my bad. No, it's my bad. <laughs> uh, listen, there's a crazy lady in the news. Uh, maybe you heard something about it yesterday. It's the I'm Instagram famous lady. Yeah, she's special. She got kicked off a plane. Yeah. Um, a female flyer went viral, but for the wrong reasons, after she was filmed screaming profanities at fellow passengers while being kicked off a flight. I'm Instagram famous, the woman since identified as social media persona Morgan Osmond says to her detractors as she collects her items from an overhead bin. I'm Instagram famous. <sighs> you just like immediately probably don't want to like a person like no, that. No, I no, I, I absolutely don't want to like a person like that. So twenty second, uh, twenty seconds of video of the scene captures Osmond wearing a skin tight unitard, engrossed in a confrontation with a passenger that is not in view of the video. Call me a bitch again. I did nothing wrong, she shouts as she holds her suitcase by her side. A man appears to tell her to shut up, to which she responds, No, you shut the F up. You shut the F up and your bitch. 
Osmond turns to walk down the aisle before noticing she has been filmed during the confrontation. Furious, she turns and shouts, film me. I'm Instagram famous, you effing bum. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's heard cursing at other passengers as she charges down the aisle before presumably leaving the plane. No, it's, it's good to know where she holds everyone who isn't Instagram famous. If you're little, not, apparently you're a bum, right? A little narcissistic. Uh, a a little. little self-important. Jesus. If she were any more full of herself, it'd be date rape. Now, the video, which first appeared two days ago on social media, has gone viral. Many calling the woman entitled, others questioning her audacity and the meltdown. Uh, it wasn't long before they identified who she was. So, okay. I question her lips' ability to hold that much collagen. She <laughs> <laughs> looks like they are right at the uh, yeah. the threshold there. Mm. Yeah, she's had a little work done. No, I did say that she's uh, uh, completely rebuilt. Well, let me let me give you a little uh, context to mm-hmm. why she is so Instagram famous, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and uh, why she had a right to de- declare this to everybody. Is it because she's a raging bee? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. So she has had similar outbursts in the past, including on one episode. One episode. On Bad Girls Club 5. Oh, Bad Girls Club 5. What did, that's uh, Everybody loves that. That's on something called Reality TV Central. <laughs> okay. It's a channel, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Which I don't have on my system. But uh, anyway, in Bad Girls Club 5... Uh, she is an outspoken femme fatale. She's seen getting in and out of control on, in terms of brawls with other contestants who seemingly gang up on her. Mm-hmm. She was allegedly removed from the house in the second episode after breaking into the producer's room. Okay, so she made it two whole episodes before it was toast. Yeah, yeah now she's doing great. A bio page states, Osmond briefly appeared on the VH1 reality series Miami Monkey which lasted just one season in 2013. Wow. That's 10 years ago. Yeah. Prior to her short-lived reality show appearance, she worked as a bartender. Also, according to a wiki bio, Morgan Osmond, she is 35 now. Mm -hmm. She's also known as the Uber Bitch. Oh, okay. Well, I guess if you have that reputation, right? She was known as the Uber Bitch on, uh, on season five of that. That show, yeah, on, on her very brief appearance, yes. So that's uh, that's where she gets uh, all of her credit, I guess. Uh, now, what was she being kicked off of the plane? You for? know, that's what I couldn't find out. I don't know. That's I was going to ask you. Hmm. Yeah, the story I, I have does not say why. I, I have no idea either. I've looked, and I, I, yeah. I guess a shouting here. match with another passenger. Okay, so but I don't know. She got kicked. Uh, she it says she got another story says she got kicked off the plane, then swore. So obviously something occurred prior to that. Looks like she's uh, temporarily at least pulled her Instagram down. Well, so, how can you be Instagram famous if well, you're not, if you're not there, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I wonder does she also have perhaps? Uh, she looks like she might be the kind that would have an OnlyFans or something of, of, right. of that nature. Well, okay, I mean, she's so, selling something naked look, somewhere. I can tell you that. Look, she's. Look, she's wearing this this unitard, they call it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can see every... every, every oh, no, I can tell her Zodiac sign. I mean, she, you know, so, she, yeah, look, she's she's a young woman. She's she's pretty. She's got a great bod. Yeah. So she's Instagram famous. 
And she's obviously uh, very proud of all that because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, she she's as close as you can be to being naked without being naked. Yeah, I know. And right. still dressed. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, right? I mean, she's right up there, yeah. There's, there's nothing left to the imagination. Uh, here she is. Here's a little bit of her leaving the plane. Oh, it's exciting. Of course, we've had to bleep it, so... We've, we've told you uh, the context of what she's saying, but to get a feel for how, how it was going for her, mm-hmm. here is uh, Morgan Osman. So... How long before we start seeing the I'm Instagram famous memes? Oh, I'm I'm sure that's <laughs> happening right now. It'd probably be a shirt uh, if it's not already. Yeah, what would be kind of, uh, well, uh, subtly uh, perverse would be if now she actually really becomes more famous because of this, because of one thing or another. Yeah. I mean, you know how sometimes something goes viral and if you're smart, you you can play off it and... It's, it's like true. the it's true. cash me outside up. girl. Yeah, no, she boy, you talking about turning right? something to a star or a scar into a star. Yeah. So, so maybe if she's smart about this, she will become truly Instagram famous. She doesn't seem smart, but we'll watch and see. All right, you're smart for just being here today. Of course, you are the smartest. We have for you. Um, wait, do I have anything? Is, are we doing something this hour? Uh, we are now. No. We are now. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are now. All right. Yeah, we are now. We have two tickets to Nickelback on uh, <laughs> 925 <laughs> at Simmons Bank Arena. Uh, yeah, uh, the caller 10 Good luck. Yeah, my mistake is your gain, right? Go <laughs> Saw's Rock Station 100.3, The Edge. Hi, The Edge. You're caller 10. You're the winner. Am I really? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, who is this? Well, run around roll pinner. This is Colby from Little Rock. Hey, Colby, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Well, we're just having a good time. Uh, Colby, we got two tickets to Nickelback coming to Simmons Bank Arena on uh, the 25th, which is just a few days away. Right, that's awesome, man. Seven nineteen now on the edge. It is Corey and Patrick. Well, we were talking about the uh, the Instagram lady, and. Uh, Talking about uh, trying to snag a lady, guys. Here's um, here's what you need to do if you, if you want to uh, get you a good lady. Go get some uh, Star Trek DVDs, some Star Wars DVDs. Throw a pencil protector in your pocket, and uh, maybe some real thick glasses. In other yeah. words, you need to be a nerd. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the, the way to go. It, it, the full transition has occurred. The full circle has occurred because hmm. I can promise you that you know back seventies, eighties, you know th- those weren't the guys. It was all the alphas, right? That that were that's right. There were, were the even ones. yeah. There were even movies uh, mocking nerds. Remember? Well, of course, you had yeah. movies, Revenge of the Nerds, oh. all kinds of things, right? But now it's changed. Now a lot of people on TikTok talking about it. Um, Isabel Brown, one of many singing the praises of uh, getting a geek for a husband. She calls out the tropes in the movies and TV shows where nerdy girls get the glow up. So we never see that for geeky guys. But she said her top three traits that make anti-jocks, they call them, the ideal partners. She said uh, if he owns a lightsaber, green flag. (laughs) 
If he bought a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, it's the greenest flag possible. If he has an unhealthy obsession with Ashoka Tano, you better run to the altar. <laughs> She's not alone. A lot of women are praising their loving, dorky husbands. A relationship guru agrees, explains that why dweebs make the best partners. It is not only these guys learn the importance of loyalty, honor, and character through their nerdy interests like anime and Star Wars. They also see the hot guys get the girls and watch as they don't treat them right. So they learn what not to do. That's what she said. Uh, so if, I guess if he has a Lego set or Lord of the Rings or yeah. action figures, he's probably the one. So it could be that the geeky, nerdy guys mm-hmm. are are so thrilled to have a girlfriend that, oh, th- that they will treat her like a princess let me tell you what uh what right. really happens yeah is that look uh this day and age social media it's tiresome if you have a, like a super hot significant other and you've got to troll their social media all the time to keep the vultures away mm-hmm. oh it's tiring it's exhausting you know all the attention they're getting and you're having to you know fight and battle with 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 your geeky guy you don't have that problem plus i would imagine that uh you know, if you're hooked up with a guy who is uh, you know, a real jock, a real gym rat, okay? Yeah. You know what I'm muscle talking head. about. Muscle yeah. head. Who really almost enjoys looking at his body more than yours. Probably does enjoy <laughs> looking right? at his body more than yours, and honestly. And he could love himself. That's who he would, you know what I mean? Spending spending a lot of time, you know, bodybuilding, yeah. making sure he's got the right protein drink mix every day. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Sucking down 19 raw eggs to... Oh, and those guys, man, let's be honest, <laughs> I mean... In, in, Kudos to you ladies who stay with them. Those guys, man, they they don't fart like normal people. Well, I, I, I those can't protein speak to powders that. will destroy the environment <laughs> is, is just with right? their gas. Yeah. Is, is, are they worse oh, than Oh my god. Is protein powder worse than fossil fuels? Yes, and combined with eggs, it's is it, devastating. Is it killing the earth yeah, more absolutely. than the cows? Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. We have this lady here, um, Isabel Brown, you said, right? So here she is, uh, just, I guess it's probably off her TikTok, giving you the gist of uh, how she feels about this. They're nerds. You go for the nerd. If he owns a lightsaber, green flag. If he has purchased a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, greenest possible flag. If he has an unhealthy obsession with Ahsoka Tano, you better run to the altar. Bonus points if he's obsessed with Monopoly. Because those little underestimated nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's in here. Well... I mean, this is great news for a lot and of guys. And a lot of them uh, be, right. end up being uh, pretty well-to-do, as a matter of fact. Right. They have you skills. Know? They have some skills. They, they have real <laughs> skills. Yeah. You see, it's all cool when you can, yeah. you know, give the wedgie in school. But when you get out of school, can you get a good gig and make money? Patrick in the morning. They're like a falling leaf. Drifting aimlessly on the breeze toward an inevitable crash. 100.3 The Edge. Patrick. 61 now. It's going to be uh, sunny and 90 today. Uh, quick uh, talk back concerning the last segment about uh, the lady who says uh, nerds, geeks are the best guys. Yeah, right. Listen to this. Okay, my wife thought that she was getting that muscle head jock from high school that did football, track, wrestling, you name it. But secretly... 
I just hit it very well. I had a crap ton of lightsabers, <laughs> a authentic replica of Darth Vader's helmet, you name it. She just didn't find out until after we got married. Mm -hmm. I started unpacking all my Star Wars collections. <laughs> I won. I won. Yes, you did. It seems like it, yes. Victory for the nerds. All right. Uh, listen, we are starting to get some of the names of uh, the teams that are entering in this year's cook-off, 17th annual Halloween Chili Cook-Off, Saturday, October 28th. Arkansas State Fairgrounds, brought to you by Rainwater, Holton Sexton, and Airco. Uh, Horny Toad Chili have entered a team. Yes. Uh, let's see. Outlaw Chili is back. Those guys have actually won previously. Yeah, they're great. They're uh, great. There's Hunk's Freaky Meat. Always a great competitor. Uh, there's a, a team called Take This Bean and Shove It. <laughs> I got a feeling there's no beans in their chili. Uh, probably not. Some people do it. Some people don't. I don't know. There's purists. There is a debate. Now, what about this uh, Satan Stew? Uh, it's probably going to be a little spicy. That'd be my bet. And right after that, there's a team called Zombie Juice. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Bring Your Toilet Paper is the name. That's a that's a team name, actually. Yeah, that's a great team name. I think that says it all. Can you imagine what their booth is going to look like? Oh, it's going to be special. What about this one? Uh, fire in the Hole. <laughs> Maybe they'll be next to Bring Your Toilet Paper. <laughs> all right, listen. Uh, we have declared today... Chili Cook-Off Business Tuesday. We're, we're talking to businesses today. Yes. Now, maybe you're the owner or maybe you're just an employee, but we want you to get your business involved. And here's the reason why. Not only are you helping us raise money for the van and the Pulaski County Humane Society, mm -hmm. but this is a great opportunity for your business. It could be a restaurant or it could be any kind of business to get in front of literally thousands of people and do a little viral marketing. Look, um, every business looks for ways to get out in the community and be involved. And this is a great opportunity to do it with a lot of visibility. Uh, the cost barrier is not high. As a matter of fact, it's quite a bargain if you consider marketing costs. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get in front of thousands of people in a family environment that are in great moods and interested in you. You put together a team uh, of employees, workers, co-workers. Uh, then you uh, you enter online at edgelittlerock.com. Uh, you'll get T-shirts for uh, the team up to four in, yeah. your, in your size. You get four right? quality T-shirts of this year's poster. And that alone, I mean, those are $25 T-shirts each, really. And don't forget, when you decorate your booth when you're a business, uh, there's no shame in putting up a little signage about your business. Uh, some Some businesses... Give away uh, little uh, marketing things I like keychains. I don't care if you bring a crane and put a sign up. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you get the point. You can you can uh, kill several birds with one stone here. It's a great opportunity. You know? And you know what? If you're a band, uh, if you're any type of uh, thing like that, what a great way to get in front of folks and, and get them familiar with you. It's, it's such a good opportunity. Haven't we had bands that... Uh, Every year we have them. They give away CDs Sure, they'll be playing and, their music yeah. over there. They, you know, they've got their band stuff up. They're giving away music. They're you know, giving away downloads. I mean, yeah. All right, look, the deadline is coming up. We are less than two weeks away from the deadline. You need to take care of this today. Go to edgelittlerock.com. Sign up online. You'll have it done in just a couple minutes. Yeah. All right? Now, if you, for some reason, don't have access to a computer, don't like computers, think it's the devil... Come on by. We've got a paper one you can fill out in about two minutes and be done. All right. Uh, I I have missing links posted. I just want to mention one. Uh, okay. The uh, I'm Instagram famous lady. Uh, oh. The unedited video. 
of her screaming and cursing at people on the plane. Uh, go check that out. Yeah, uh, let me tell you what I have up right now. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Arkansans, and all our listeners located on the interwebs across the globe. It's time for Head Up Your Ass Headlines. And it's brought to you today by Arkansas Foundation and Drain. Uh, If you have cracks in the walls, uh, standing water under your house or around your house, it's really not good for the structure. Please call them and get a free estimate. It's easy. 501-516-1206. Or visit them online at ArkansasFoundationAndDrain.com. Yeah, it's good to water your lawn, not your basement. Yeah. Congratulations. It's a lawsuit. A man in Australia is suing the hospital. His wife had her C-section surgery and claiming that seeing the procedure in 2018 caused him to have a psychotic illness. Anil Coppola filed the lawsuit years after the operation, saying it led to the end of his marriage. In the documents, he said he was encouraged to observe the delivery, that in the course of doing so, he saw organs and blood. He said because of that, he now has a psychotic illness. He's seeking $642 million in damages. Sounds reasonable. Well, I just realized uh, where this story comes from. Sunbury, Pennsylvania. I lived and worked there for three months when I was starting out in radio. Middle of Pennsylvania. Right down from the penitentiary, too. Oh, wow. (laughs) Animal experts are warning people in Northumberland County after thousands of minks were released from a fur farm. According to the state police, in the early hours of Sunday, somebody broke into a mink farm on Route 890 in Rockefeller Township, south of Sunbury, Whoever broke in cut holes in the fencing and opened up all the cages. Uh-oh. About 7,000 escaped from the facility. God. Now, how many that got outside the fenced area, we don't know, but it was a sizable number from our estimation, said Pennsylvania game warden Mike Workman. Thousands of mink are now roaming a section of Northumberland County. Probably uh, dying, uh, being eaten. They probably hurt yeah. them much more than they helped them. Probably don't know how to live outside of captivity. All the mink released were bred in captivity and maybe uh, maybe different from those found in the wild. So, wow, that's crazy. Uh, an actual real-life non-animatronic bear prompted closures at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom yesterday when they found the adult female bear hanging out in the tree near the It's a Small World ride. Well, it does fit. Caused almost a dozen attractions to close while authorities tried to track down the animal. Some of the big rides that uh, were shut down, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, the uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife eventually put out a statement saying that they had safely captured the bear and relocated it uh, about an hour and a half north of the resort. I don't think we did this. I'll just I'll just jump in. Okay. I'll, I'll take my licks if okay. a woman in Arkansas and her unofficial alligator wrangling team are celebrating after they made a huge catch last Friday night. Melissa Phillips and her crew beat her personal best gator hunting record by two inches when they caught the massive 12-foot, two-inch long gator in a private lake near a river. Phillips credits that she couldn't have done it without her alligator hunting team, which included her husband, Heath Phillips, who is always willing to go on crazy adventures, and her sister, Shannon Vickers-Girth, who has always been willing to help. 
That's a pretty big uh, gator. According to the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, alligator hunting season in the state is uh, consists of just two weekends a year in September. It's the 15th and 18th, and then again the 22nd through the 25th, so we're halfway, halfway through the season. Well, let's uh, keep the reptile theme going. Earlier this month, Igor Fuiza achieved viral stardom when a video showing him surfing in Australia while holding a python. Turns out that kind of fame comes with a price tag, $2,322 to be exact. He was fined by the Queensland Department of Environment and Science for taking the reptile out in public without permission. Turns out that a permit is needed to own native animals in Australia, but they can only be removed from licensed homes for a trip to the vet, selling or giving it to another permit holder, or taking it to an authorized display. Seems a surfboard on a beach doesn't qualify, though he says he's taken his snake surfing at least 10 times. Well, I'm sure we mentioned this story at one point. This is an update. A Danish artist who pocketed large sums of money lent to him by a museum and then submitted empty frames as his artwork has mm. been ordered by a court to repay the money. Jens Hanning, a conceptual artist whose work focuses on power and inequality, was commissioned in 2021 by the Knudsen Museum of Modern Art in uh, northern Denmark to recreate two earlier works that used scores of banknotes to represent average incomes. Uh, his 2007 work, an average Danish annual income, displayed notes fixed to a canvas in a frame, and a second 2011 work about Austrian incomes used euro bills. So the museum provided about uh, 532,000 krone. That's uh, about 70,000 U.S. dollars. They provided it to him from its reserves to recreate works as well as an artist fee of another 40,000 krone. But when the staff unpacked the newly delivered works, they found two empty frames with the title, Take the Money and Run, <laughs> which is somewhat brilliant. It is brilliant. The museum didn't think it was that funny. No, I guess not. And no. they started legal action, and finally uh, they have been uh, uh, rewarded with uh, a payback now. YouTube star Mr. Beast. Surprised a woman in his hometown of Greenville, North Carolina, with an offer to totally renovate her home for free. In a video on YouTube, he walks up to a random house, knocks on the door. The homeowner, Gretchen, answers, and Mr. Beast asks, Can I pay you money to let me renovate your house? Well, Gretchen agrees. Mr. Beast sends her and her family on a seven-day vacation while he and the crew do an extensive renovation. Uh, when Gretchen and the family return, they're shocked to see their house hardly recognizable. Said it's like we stepped into a different house. It's insane. Many of the commenters to the video felt that Gretchen's family were well-deserving of the gesture and praised him for his random act of kindness. This is so stupid, yet I'll include it today. Okay. King Charles once flew a UFO, according to a new show, Nub TV. That's their claim. Filmmaker and Nub TV host Mark Christopher Lee has stated that he has received testimony and evidence regarding the royal family's interest in UFOs. The show investigates the outlandish claim from a former colleague of King Charles who alleges that they were both working on Project Serpico in Sandy Point in Canada in 1975. The project was set up to uh, investigate new forms of transport with particular reference to magnetism. The source alleges that they had secured technology developed from the Germans after World War II, which itself was developed from a crashed UFO. 
1975, while stationed in Sandy Point, the then Prince Charles was alleged to have actually flown one of these craft, a smaller UFO-type vehicle that looked like a version of the Avro car, which was developed unsuccessfully in Canada in 1959. Mm-hmm. Okay. An employee at an Ohio Taco Bell arrested after scamming customers with fraudulent card transactions. One victim claims that Trevor Mosby held onto her card for a few minutes before saying he was having trouble with it and ultimately needed to swipe it. After one of the victims checked her bank account, she discovered $700 worth of fraudulent charges. The Oregon PD said they're investigating along with other charges. As for how to keep it from happening, well, they recommend you check your transaction history often and flag anything that looks suspicious. We have more coming up. It's almost 7.45. Courtney and Patrick in the morning. One day they'll be replaced with AI. Good morning. It's Corey and I, Patrick. 100.3 The Edge. Good morning, 7.49. Corey and Patrick, how are you? It's 64 now. CHV11 says sunshine today with a high of 90. Well, sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for, right? Uh, an unnamed man having second thoughts on how to handle a situation with his girlfriend after he hired a P.I. to follow her around. He and his fiance had been together for five years, but he always had an odd feeling regarding her annual girls trip. That uneasiness came from her acting differently after the trips or cryptic conversations he heard. So he hired a P.I. to check up on her during the last trip, and his worst fears were confirmed. She was getting some action on the side. Now, he said he's emotionally shattered, but he feels like crap for snooping and not trusting her, but doesn't see a future with her. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't feel badly I that wouldn't I discovered it. feel bad at all. It. That's why you had that instinct. <laughs> a, a pair of long overdue books arrived at their Ontario home after being returned to a library in Massachusetts more than 600 miles away. Usually these stories are about, like, how old the book is or how overdue it was. This is a distance story. The Middlesex County Library said a package arrived in the mail recently at the Dorchester branch, and librarians discovered it was sent from the Claire T. Carney Library at the University of Massachusetts in Dartmouth. Well, that's more than 600 miles away. Hmm. Jennifer Garner being praised for putting a little more kindness in the world. She was caught on camera helping a homeless man, even offered her shoes. Uh, the whole incident happened when Garner saw he didn't have shoes, so she gave him her socks. She tried to give him her shoes, but they wouldn't fit. Uh, so she rushed up to paparazzi, tried to buy that photographer's shoes. The paparazzi ended up offering their own shoes free of charge. Apparently even threw in a shirt and pants for the guy as well as a blanket. So good for him and her. Yeah, we have a little bit of audio from that. Somebody was recording it. What size feet do you have? What do you mean? What size feet do you have? Can I buy your shoes for him? He needs a shoe. Uh, what, what size? Ten and a half. Oh, I'm eleven. You want me to give it yeah. to him? I can, can I, give it to him. Can I? Um, Don't worry can about. Can I buy a shoe for you? Jennifer. Yeah. Ah, blanket in my car. You have a blanket? Yes. You want me to give it to him? Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. Let's go to Robeson Township, Pennsylvania. Nine inmates who escaped from a Pennsylvania juvenile detention facility. Were taken into custody Monday following a manhunt. The inmates, all of them were male, fled the facility Sunday wearing white and gray shirts and shorts. The escape happened following a riot at the academy. 
Apparently, state, local, uh, state and local law enforcement regained control of the detention center, but some of the offenders escaped. Uh, all nine escapees, whose ages range from 15 to 17, were found within about two hours on Monday morning, and they, uh, they all basically gave up and uh, went back. All right. Uh, after seeing oh, uh, Heath Nelson regularly walking down the road on his way to work in Bryan, Texas, Rebecca went, uh, wanted to learn more about him, so she reached out to his work, got his number, and contacted him. The 52-year-old used to ride his bike to work, but it broke, and he'd been walking two hours to his job every day. She wanted to do something to help and decided to raise money to buy him a new bike. And uh, within about two hours, she said, I have over $1,000 raised. She met uh, with him first uh, in person, presented him with a brand-new electric bicycle. Uh, he was left with extra money that they had raised, which she gave to him to use as he sees fit. A suburban Chicago family is asking nearby residents to keep an eye out for their unusual escape pet. It's a wallaby. Oh. The animal named Rupert escaped Tuesday from a pen. This must have been last Tuesday. Escaped uh, from a pen at Josie Hang's family home in Monee. Wallabies, smaller cousins of kangaroos, are native to Australia and Papua New Guinea. Hang said Rupert's about two feet high. Weighs about 45 pounds. She said the marsupial is skittish and likely to flee if a stranger attempts to chase him. Speaking of lost pets, a pig wandering on a road in Corbin, Kentucky, safe, and police are seeking the owners. Uh, officers were on patrol when the pig was seen walking on Bacon Creek Road. <laughs> Seriously. He got to ride in the back of the car. He's being taken care of till his owners claim him. The uh, department posted the story on Facebook saying, Seriously. If you own this pig, he's in custody at the Corbin PD. Hurry before the fire department gets hungry. Finally, another bear story. Oh. A hungry black bear invaded a Florida family's garage, got into the freezer, and feasted on pizza, burger patties, bread, and vegan ice cream. Conrad Ompenauer, that's a great name, <laughs> said he realized he had forgotten to close the garage door at the North Naples home at which he lives with his parents. And when he attempted to use a smartphone app to shut the door, it got an error message telling him something was in the way. Umpenauer went out to the garage and discovered the freezer door was open and food was all over the floor, including a pint of vegan ice cream. Oh, no. More of Corey and me and Patrick in the morning. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for stupidity. 100.3 The Edge. Listen to 100.3 The Edge anywhere on your phone with the free iHeartRadio app or on your home smart speaker. Just say, Alexa. Hello. Listen to 100.3 The Edge on iHeartRadio. Corey and Patrick in the morning. Deafening awesomeness. 100.3 The Edge. Good morning. Six minutes past eight. It's Corey and Patrick. It's Tuesday. You made it uh, past the first day. It's 64 now. It's going to be a sunny day with a high of 90 or so. Right. You know, every once in a while over on uh, Reddit, they'll have these anonymous uh, forums where people make these confessions. And some of them are kind of crazy. And uh, I went through and looked at a few of them and said, yeah, these are worth sharing. This person said... Um, I once cooked a pan of pasta 
after accidentally salting the water with Ajax. Oh. It was the last of the pasta, so I rinsed it off before serving it. Never told my wife. How do you confuse Ajax with salt? I'm I mean, not the, sure. The consistency is so different. Well, the, the thing it comes in, I, it doesn't come in a shaker. I mean, it does. It comes in it, an Ajax can. Yeah, like Comet. I mean, it's hard to confuse the two. What kind of salt were you using? Hmm. Okay. This one said, I got a doorbell camera as there was a spate of break-ins in our area, but it's become more useful for letting me know when my in-laws show up while I'm out so I can stay away and avoid them. Great job. Okay. I guess a lot of people must have really contentious in-law relationships. I mean, it's got to be, you know, a lot of jokes about that for a reason. I haven't had that scenario. but Well, that's because you, uh, like like neighbors, you can't pick your in-laws. Right. You fall, you fall in love with somebody, get married, you got to take their side of the family, right? Yeah. Now, uh, you, but you, you've always said uh, you guys always got along famously with each other's families, right? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, I didn't think As so. As a matter of fact, my mother-in-law liked me better than Chris. Is that right? And that's what Chris says. Oh, okay. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> Sounds like the, it might be a point of the, contention. The, the running joke is that my mother-in-law was just glad to to get, you know, slough her off on me, <laughs> so to speak. To unload like, her? Unload her on yeah. me. She's like, yeah, great, get out of the house. Yeah, you take this shopping you, expense. Thank you, Corey. All right. This guy says... Uh, my wife has obnoxiously great boobs. When I see them in the morning after the shower, it makes my entire day. I love them, and they sustain my entire emotional well-being. Well, good. I mean, that's, that's a nice thing to have, I guess. If that does it for you, that's amazing. I'm sure she's happy to hear it. Uh, are they also a flotation device? As someone who enjoys larger women... It's getting silly the amount of times I've accidentally searched for porn film during a barbecue. <laughs> That's crazy. Are you kidding me? Put some rib sauce on it, man. Were you, were you, Put some rib sauce on you, it. Are you looking for that sloppy, sexy yeah. look where yeah. where the barbecue sauce is dripping down her blouse? Why? Yeah, maybe coleslaw on her lips or something. I mean, is that that's, hot? I mean, it's just a little weird. It, it does seem a little weird, doesn't it? I mean, mm. but do you know, I mean, it. This day and age is not that shocking, is it? No. Uh, this person said, an actor I worked with upstaged me on a stage during a Christmas show with a sparkly silver hat they put on with much fanfare. I then hid said hat, and they got yelled at for losing it. Okay. It's kind of a good play, really. I mean, if you want to be petty and dirty, it's kind of good. Uh, another one said, uh, oh, this is brutal. This is, this is brutal, man. As a horny teenager in the 90s, I found an old book of artistic nudes at the top of a bookshelf at home. Learned later, my granny had been a photographer's muse during the 60s. It was his granny? Yeah, I had oh. spent hours. Oh, no. Didn't recognize her at all? Looking at nude photos of my grandmother. Oh, boy. Arkansas from the Cupid's Lingerie Studio. ShopCupid's.com. It's Corey and Patrick in the morning. Arkansas's rock station. 100.3. The Edge. It's 815. It's Corey and Patrick. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We do. Hey, I was talking to my wife yesterday, and yeah. uh, we, were, we were talking about the uh, chili cook-off. And she said, did uh, the guys from uh, Fire and Iron sign up yet? She said, 
Did my kilted boys sign up? And I said, well, no. As a matter of fact, last year, Fire and Iron, which has been to almost most of our cook-offs, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got in under the line. It was like even after the deadline had passed. and they, But they made it. Uh, so I am officially, on her behalf, uh-huh. calling out Fire and Iron. Don't do what you did last year and wait until the last minute. Well, let's get you in now. And this is not from me. This is from Dr. Dietz, who says she wants her kilted men, because they wear kilts. That's their deal. Yeah. They wear kilts. And uh, it's a motorcycle club. I think they're at a, are they at a cabin? I, it seems like they are. And uh, no, if Dr. Dietz says it, then it has to be done. I mean, it's really, so if, really that simple. If, if you're in, the, if you're in uh, that fraternity, if you're in that club, if you know somebody, let them know the show well, more importantly, Dr. Dietz is calling out her kilted men. She doesn't want you guys waiting for the last minute. And uh, I just wanted to pass that along. Um, the 17th annual Chili Cook-Off, Halloween Chili Cook-Off, is coming up Saturday, October 28th. And uh, thanks to Rainwater Holt and Sexton, along with Airco. So we're uh, looking for, uh, today Today we're just talking to businesses. Really, we are. You know, if you uh, have a small business, look, uh, marketing advertising's everything but let's be honest it's not cheap is it well it could be because this event is a value price to get in front of thousands of people and get your business name uh you know get some handshakes in some business cards out uh, you know whatever it may be uh, it's, it's such a perfect opportunity for network marketing for direct marketing for uh just getting in front of people and, and i mean it's all going to be a write-off anyway you put together a team of four people or so you get set up, we give you space, you, you decorate your booth, you cook up that chili. And, uh, you know, if you've got some signage or things to give away from your business or, or organization, uh, no matter whether it's a profit or non-profit organization, if you want to promote yourself, yeah. this is a good opportunity. I, let is. me also mention to the recruiting stations out there in the military. Great opportunity. If you want to do a little handshaking, give out some pamphlets, talk to people, uh, at the chili cook-off, mm-hmm. enter a team from the Army or the yeah. Navy or the Air Force or the Marines. Don't forget the Coast Guard. What about the National Guard? Sure. Why not? I mean, all of you guys can set up. You can do your recruiting uh, as well as do a little chili. And, I'll tell you uh, what, a lot of veterans organizations out there yeah. that like to get in front of people, this is a great way to do it. If you Maybe you manage a VFW or an American Legion, a great way to get new members. I mean, there's... So many possibilities here. You're getting in front of thousands of, of people, uh, families, and whatnot. And finally, if you're a restaurant and you have chili on the menu. Or even if you don't, you could add it after this, huh? But if you especially do, uh huh. why wouldn't you be at this cook-off? Well, you should be. Wendy's, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I saw that they're selling theirs in stores now. Are they? Yes. Wow. Yeah. All right, this is very easy. Go to edgelittlerock.com. Get signed up today. We're under two weeks away from the deadline. We don't have time to, to waste here. Yeah, no, I right? really uh, do need you to step up and go ahead and do that. All right. For some reason, there are a couple of stories, and one is uh, from our own state this morning, about voyeurism. Oh? A little seedy. Hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I a mean, little bit, you know. I mean, come on. Bit. Let's start with uh, the one that's uh, out of the northwest of the state. Okay. 
Um, where did I find this, by the way? Uh, it's uh, from uh, Fox 16, as a matter of fact. A Northwest Arkansas woman is accused of photographing another woman in a restroom at the J.B. Hunt corporate office. Wow. Ew. Wow. I mean, that's... Yeah. Okay. J.B. Hunt. Wow, that's, that's a... It's a big company. Yeah. Natalie Hannah Pershall, 45, was arrested and booked in Benton County. This was actually May 22nd. The story's just coming out. I guess, oh, I guess she, of course she pleaded. All right. She was arrested and charged with video voyeurism and tampering with physical evidence. She pleaded not guilty to charges during a court appearance last month. Apparently, um, officers with the Lowell Police Department were contacted by a woman who claimed that she wanted to file a report for voyeurism that occurred at J.B. Hunt. The woman told police that on uh, July 31st, 2022, she was using the women's restroom. Mm -hmm. When she looked to the left side of the stall and noticed a cell phone come down below the stall divider wall with the camera lens facing her direction. Wow. That's a little obvious. Well, that, that's uh, disconcerting. You, you, normally the light lizards are outside, not inside this the building, like right? This is like sliding down and all yeah, of a right? sudden the camera can see. That'd be, uh, I'd, I'd be very concerned in that moment. The woman said that while the camera lens was facing her, the person holding the phone appeared to push the capture button to take a picture. Should have jumped up and showed him her butt cheeks. The woman told police that she asked, did you just take a picture of me? And the person holding the camera replied, no. (laughs) Why did they say anything is the question? Dumbass. The affidavit says the woman recognized the person holding the camera as Prashal, and that video footage shows Prashal brandishing a cell phone on the day of the incident matching to the description of the device given by the woman. Brandishing a cell phone. Uh, Brandishing like a weapon. Yeah. Detectives spoke to J.B. Hunt Human Resources regarding an interview that they had with Pershall after the incident. Pershall reportedly told HR that she went into the restroom due to a panic attack and that her hands were shaking so bad she dropped her phone but caught it before it hit the ground. Wow. That was her story. The affidavit says that officers attempted to replicate Pershall's version of the events in the stall where it took place but were unable to replicate her version due to the positioning of the stall and divider. Mm-hmm. So they they seized several storage devices. So they ran a reenactment, their they own did. reenactment. Well, they were trying to vet her story, right? No, I mean, I, I, I give them credit yeah, no, for no, that. No, I, I, I do. Police seized several storage devices, a computer tower containing two separate hard drives and an iPhone. Detectives believe there's strong evidence that Pershall had recently wiped both the iPhone and portions of the computer hard drive. Mm. They also found a partial Internet search history on her devices that included, quote, what information can be recovered from iPhone after factory reset? And also, how to nuke a hard drive? <laughs> Why didn't she just say, uh, hey, I'm kind of interested in you. I think you're hot. I mean, was that a big problem? Uh, but, uh, you're, you're, you're in the women's room. That's really, is that the place to approach someone about a relationship probably not the place to approach him about filming them the affidavit says that Pershall deleted the contents of the iphone and her computer during the course of the investigation they got a search warrant 
with Apple, the maker of the phone, and uh, pursued it from there. So uh, they also said some other photos seem to suggest Prashal may have a fetish related oh. to urination uh. and or bathrooms. Well, I, now, you know what? I bet she could be a lot of fun at parties. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, It'd be a lot of fun. She will be in court on September 20th. That would be tomorrow. Yeah. That's her next hearing tomorrow. So we have that. We'll see if she shows up in the courthouse bathrooms with her phone. But that's not all this morning. No. You have more? Let's go to this story. Okay. Boston. A family of a 14-year-old girl who allegedly discovered an iPhone taped to the back of a toilet seat on a recent flight from Charlotte, North Carolina, to Boston, said they believe she was targeted by a member of the crew. Oh. During this uh, September 2nd flight, the girl was told by a male member of the crew to use the first-class bathroom. Uh, oh. The crew member entered just before the 14-year-old, told her the seat was broken, but not to worry about it, and then re-entered the bathroom after she left. After using the toilet, the girl realized that a largely obscured iPhone had been affixed to the back of the toilet seat, apparently to record her. That's messed up. She took a picture of this with her own phone before leaving the bathroom. Good call. These events have left our daughter and entire family shocked and profoundly disturbed, the family wrote. A lawyer representing the family said they've not yet filed a lawsuit. They will. Unless it's settled. They're they're already uh, in discussion. That's why they they, hadn't filed it yet, because they're 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 in pre-negotiation. That's right. Law enforcement officers met with the plane at the gate. I'm sorry, met the plane at the gate after it landed, and they escorted a flight attendant off the flight. And you would think, I mean, here's someone who has an opportunity with a gazillion million women in the air, and he's trying to well, film a fourteen-year-old well, girl. Well, obviously he has a problem. Well, yeah, no this doubt. This is why he's not pursuing somebody. That's why older. he's not filming older women. Yeah. Of course, American Airlines said, "Yeah, we take this very seriously. We're co- cooperating, et cetera, yeah, et cetera." Yeah, we know it. Isn't that creepy? Say. Yeah, of course it's creepy. Wow. I, that would have been an ass whooping on a plane for me. Forget the police. Patrick in the morning, just like your favorite barbecue grill. A little crusty and a little soiled, uh, but so tasty. 100.3 The Edge. Indeed, today. This story, I would say, is about as 2023 as you can get. It's really interesting and kind of crazy, but, you know, the uh, Cathedral of Hope. They, uh, Sunday, had a service and uh, honored the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Where, where is the Cathedral of Hope? Sure, it's uh, in Dallas. It is uh, a part of the United Church of Christ. Okay. Uh, they, uh, on Sunday morning, held a service to bestow blessings upon the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. That is a group of drag queen nuns, mm-hmm. you may know. Mm-hmm. Um. In a Facebook post, they posted an accompanying video of the service and shared that uh, video. And the attendees also recited the Pledge of Allegiance to the Satanic group during the service blessing. Now, that seems slightly contradictory. The 
you know, blessing the drag queen nuns is semi-controversial, I'd say. But the, you know, reciting the uh, pledge of the allegiance? pledge of allegiance to the that seems a little what, not what, churchy. What is it called? The pledge of allegiance to what? Uh, the satanic group. It says the attendees also recited the pledge of allegiance to the satanic group during the blessing. And there's video. I just want to. I'm going to try to find what. Uh, Let's see if I hold on. If I make sure my sound's off, I think it's. Um, see, we commit ourselves to be people of faith. It 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 goes through it. Uh, what it is, which you know clearly, okay. it doesn't say we're sacrificing kids on altars or things like that. Oh, right? well, then how? That's not much fun. Well, you know. <laughs> now, all it, right, all right. So, the, so the whole church did the pledge to whatever. Yeah, yeah, and okay. so uh, as part you of can imagine, sermon. people are are mm. upset. They're frustrated. They feel like maybe it was blasphemous. Mm. Mm. They feel like maybe it was a problem. They even had protesters outside uh, yelling. Put down your sex toys and pick up your Bible. Well, that's one of them is more fun than the other, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know. Have you read some of the passages in the Bible? There's a lot of things going on back uh, in the day. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, so do you do you find this problematic, or is it just, you know, whatever? Do you, well, does it even matter to you? It's not, it's not personally problematic to me because that's not my church. Yeah. Um, so I... I Look, I, I I guess I I understand the concept of a, of a Christian outreach to any group sure. where where you, where the okay. Christian ideal or idea is to uh, take in uh, anybody and tell them that they can be saved and that they are forgiven, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I understand that, and maybe that was part of this. I don't get the pledge thing. That that seems uh, a little weird to me. Yeah. Now, as far as the group, the the. The, the sisters of perpetual indulgence i mean i've i've only seen clips of these people uh on the news and i've only read a few uh, uh quick accounts of uh what they do and uh, and i get they 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 say they're satirical they they're really they're, they're, yeah, not, they, they're not big fans of christianity no and they do offend a lot of christians oh, um, yeah. you know because of the things they say and do sure but, I mean, they have a First Amendment right to be as offensive as they want. Here's something kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, these sisters of perpetual indulgence are known for some of their, what some would deem lewd activities, meaning yeah. they like to twerk, they yeah. like to grab at their crotch, they like to grind on things, they like to hump things. They get blessed in a church. Russell Crowe is being canceled everywhere. I mean, Russell Brand is being canceled everywhere. And he do something similar? No, he well, tried to bless some. Well, no, no, no less than. Oh wait, I believe that you might be conflating no, a few I things might, here. No, he's been probably. Yeah. I'm not sure Russell Brand's the best uh, no. way to uh, uh, compare this. Man, if that's true about him, I hate that for him. You know, it's terrible, a and few, he deserves to to be punished if he did that. But now, man, the timing is. Since yesterday, a couple of more people have joined in. Yeah, uh, two more. I think two more women bringing it up to six people are now making. Accusations claims. against Russell Brand. Uh, he's yeah. been pretty honest about being promiscuous when he was younger, but mm -hmm. and and again, I'm not saying this isn't true. And uh, look, if it is, it should be investigated and followed through. But man, the timing on it is. Look, uh, I I don't know. I, I if if he's uh, innocent of all this, I'm sure he'll he'll fight for his innocence. Well, sure, yeah. But it it's always a little weird when a group of people. 
you know, appear out of seemingly nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, covering a certain span of dates that well, maybe go back a ways. And you have to think to yourself, wait a minute, who is orchestrating Well, somebody this? did orchestrate it. Exactly. Because, look, he's been famous for a long time. They could have come for money at any right. time from him, right? I mean, so it, he, as a matter of fact, he was bigger when he was doing movies and stuff, probably as far as, you know, breaking in money. So it makes me wonder. It seems that this is being orchestrated. That means... There's an agenda somewhere, and whether or not, you know, this is true or not, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a problem when you're famous, and all of a sudden, you know, people out of nowhere uh, seemingly uh, start attacking you and say you did something, well, and it's like, wow. You get tried in the court of public opinion before you ever really get anything out there about and, evidence. And that's the worst part. Yeah, I guess that's the trade-off of being because famous. Because where do you go to get your reputation back? The the news media doesn't often spend as much time. Oh, they won't re- help you rehabilitate If you're it. exonerated of, of allegations, so? the news media could care less. No, so? They just leave you in the dust. Yeah, no, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, so. Uh, you know, look, if Kevin Spacey, he's making a comeback. If he can do it, about mm-hmm. anybody could, I guess. Oh, look at um, uh, Louis C.K. He's Louis C.K., no, he's great, though. He's, he's hilarious. He's, he's been and, making a comeback. Really? In the big scheme of things, he's the least offensive of any of the Me Tours. I mean, the worst thing he did was, no, never mind. But you know who's never making a comeback? Jared from Subway? Michael Richards. Oh, no. He'll never, no. There's no comeback for him. He's done. Don't move. Patrick in the morning. Wondering about the crap I say? (laughs) Since when did you become discriminant about anything you hear on this show? 100.3 The Edge. Terrible Files brought to you today by the Reed Firm. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Tim Reed because big settlements are no accident. It's 777-REED, R-E-E-D, or go to reedfirm.com. They'll get you what you deserve. Trust us. Let's go to Normandy Park, Washington. An attack happened Friday night at the friendly Normandy Market. That's what it's called. The Friendly Normandy Market. That's right. Normandy, isn't that the beach in well, World War II? That, that, this is Washington State. Okay. Normandy Park. I got you. Yes, you're thinking about Normandy in France. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of Normandies. Okay. Named after Norman. Gotcha. And other people. Okay. They were laughing. They had no regard for anything, says Leah Johnston. Surveillance video shows one suspect punching Johnston repeatedly in the head and neck then kneeing her in the stomach as five other men ransacked the store. For little stuff, too, like cigarettes and potato chips. And, and cigarettes are pretty expensive now. I told him, you can stop hitting me. I'm not fighting you. Didn't slow down, though. They just hurt her. They just hurt her. At one point, Johnston falls to the floor, and the suspect kicks her before the group finally runs off. Johnston said the suspects got away with less than $100 in cash. 
and handfuls of candy and merchandise from the cigarette case. This is this is what it's become, folks. It is. I mean, we have roving gangs of uh, of youth, punk bitches, and they're just hurting people and taking stuff because um, it won't take long till a few of them get smoked. They've grown up in a lawless it. society well. where apparently the law doesn't matter. She told uh, Como News there she had a bad feeling as soon as the six young men walked in wearing all black clothing and masks. Mm, yeah, I'd do it. I had a bad feeling about that. Boy, this one is tough right here. And um, a mom allegedly shot another woman in the back of the head while the victim was performing a sex act on the father of her children. The man was left with severe penis injuries after the woman's jaw clamped down oh. as she was killed. Oh. What? What? what did she? Right. Did she uh, just walk in on this situation? I guess so. Police arrived at the scene in Milwaukee to find him bleeding, bleeding profusely. Yeah. Michelle Silas, 30, returned home in the early hours of Monday to discover the man was having sex with another woman. Oh, wow. There you go. The victim, Destiny Carter, 22. Three kids still asleep. The man invited her to join and make it a threesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can imagine that didn't go over too good. I don't think he read the situation. He didn't read the room well, no. Too well. So Silas then pulled her gun out and shot Carter as she was performing a sex act on the man. According to police, uh, investigating, is people heard what sounded like people screaming at each other, but... They found him profusely bleeding from his genitals, naked outside, while attempting to stop her from leaving. She was approaching a reversing van, or he was approaching a reversing van with a gun in his hand. Silas then exited the vehicle when police approached. The man unloaded the gun, threw it to the ground, been charged with first-degree homicide. The man told police he arrived at Silas's home at 2 a.m. to find she wasn't in. Despite their three kids being asleep in the property, he invited Carter over. She arrived at 4 a.m. He said they sat in the living room talking, then went to the bedroom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he he said uh, he invited her to join in. She left the room and then came back. Mm -hmm. That's when she shot. So I guess she went to get her gun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to join in. Hold on. Well, this is ironic. A 32-year-old woman died Friday evening on U.S. Highway 2 near Happy's Inn. Oh, not Happy's not Inn. so happy there. The uh, Montana Highway Patrol reports the woman died when she exited a Chevy Tahoe near mile marker 66 prior to the SUV coming to a stop. The victim became upset and wanted to get out of the vehicle at Happy's Inn. But the driver, a 56-year-old woman from Libby, did not want to stop. The victim left the vehicle and rolled several feet on the roadway. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Mm. Doesn't say how fast that car was going or whatever. Yeah. Alcohol is believed to have played a part in the incident, which remains under investigation. Well, you don't expect to go to the beach and be effed up by cows. 
a man taken to the hospital after being surrounded and attacked by cows on a Scottish beach. The man and his two female companions were trapped by the cattle. Police said the Scottish Fire and Rescue team all attended after the alarm was raised at about uh, 8 p.m. A man and two women are said to be trapped. The man had sustained a blow to the chest and was in shock. They uh, confirmed the local crew attended. Uh, believe the farmer, well, I, this is written kind of in a weird way, but okay, a police spokesman said at 8.05, police and emergency services called to the beach. Following a report, three people had been injured by a herd of cows. A 56-year-old man was flown by air uh, med to Queen Elizabeth University. The two women were treated and discharged. Uh, yeah, I guess the cows uh, said, this is our beach, bitch. Sorry. Yeah, you don't really think of cows as being aggressive like that. No, I've never heard of such thing other than a bull. A man known as Sugar Bear and Daddy, who allegedly killed a woman and dismembered her body before stuffing her head, hands, and feet in the deep freezer in his New York City apartment, pleaded guilty to murder and sex trafficking eight women. Wow, it's in Sugar, Sugar Bear. Bear, not so sweet. Sugar Bear. His real name is Samori Moses. He's 47. He faces 15 years to life in prison. He's accused of murdering one of his sex trafficking victims, Leandra Foster. He used a saw and knife to dismember her body inside their shared apartment in Brooklyn. Four days later, four days later, wow! he stuffed her head, feet, and limbs into a deep freezer in the apartment and disposed of her torso and limbs at a Bronx sanitation site. One of the feet had Samori tattooed on it, the Fed said. Seems like a giveaway. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, just kind to, of, you know. Kind of a giveaway, Probably right? should have got rid of that evidence. Yep. It's the really awful, terrible files. Yes, it's perfectly awful. It was terrible. It was just terrible. Oh, yeah. Morning. Corey and Patrick in the morning. If you listen very carefully, you can hear the iHeartRadio executives throwing up a little bit in the corner of their mouths. <laughs> 100.3The Edge. Play 100.3The Edge on iHeartRadio. Playing 100.3The Edge on iHeartRadio. Meanwhile, in the advertising department for Corona Beer. Okay, it's time for us to come up with a new television commercial for Corona. Any ideas? I've got one. Okay. How about two people sitting on the beach yeah. with Coronas on the table and you can see the ocean? That's perfect. Let's run with that. Wait a minute. Isn't that the commercial we always shoot? Uh, I mean, we always have two people sitting there. There's Coronas and there's the beach. Right? What's, what's wrong, wrong with, with that? that? People love to sit. People love to drink. People love the beach. Well, I don't know. I just thought, well, shouldn't we do something creative this time? Like? Okay, I was thinking outer space. Uh, I don't hear beach. There's a chimpanzee in a suit. Is he on a space beach? No, no, no. No, Larry. Put him on a deck chair on a space beach. But no one likes monkeys. Monkeys don't sell bear. Instead of a monkey, a, a blonde in a bikini. Good. Oh, instead of a space beach, j just a beach. That's good. That's good. But you're back to the same commercial we keep shooting. Agreed. Agreed. But good, good job, job Larry. Larry. But nice one. But that's good. Corey and Patrick in the morning. What's wrong with you guys? They just keep a little weird. 100.3 The Edge. 
Six minutes after nine. It is Corey and Patrick. How the hell are you? All right. You're a few minutes away from getting a chance at tickets for Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, that's going to be a big show at the uh, Walmart Amphitheater on the 26th. Well, this is a couple stories about schools. Let's see how we're doing. Uh, I think this is great. I think uh, some schools starting to uh, put the pieces together here. That's a good sign. Organizations, companies, and manufacturing groups working to increase the skilled job workforce. Uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame driver Richard Petty said, look, a lot of kids don't want to go to college. This is a vocation you can make a decent living out of it, and you'll always have a job. Uh, Petty and uh, motorcycle builder Billy Lane have partnered with Northern Tool and the Tools for Trades program gives high school students professional instruction and mentorships. Northern Tool donates professional grade tools for the classes. Says they got to step outside themselves, tackle something they've never done before. Uh, uh, this year, two Minnesota high schools participating in the program. Uh, one uh, program is going to build a go-kart throughout the year as part of their automotive class. Lane and Petty will mentor the students. That's pretty amazing to have Richard Petty, I mean, a legendary race mm-hmm. car driver, mentoring you. I mean, who's built more cars than that guy has? Um, Northern Tools said since that program began, it's partnered with 19 schools. So yeah. they're they're expanding this program, and that's that's good. You know, Mike Rowe. Yeah has uh, scholarships for, for trade school. He sure does. He's got a big foundation, and that's what they do. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of different, I mean, just about anything you can think of that's a trade-related job, yeah. they offer those kind of scholarships for. Uh, if you don't remember, Mike Rowe is the guy from the TV show Dirty Jobs right. and, and a lot of other shows and stuff. No, no, but, uh, I mean, he's really been championing yeah. that call. Look, I just talked to uh, uh, someone the other day, talking about mechanics and how, mm-hmm. you know, there aren't as many young mechanics now. They're not going to school, the trade schools they used to, you know, and it's a big challenge that they're running into on some of these skilled positions. So if you really, I'm telling you that the the script is flipped. I'm not telling you college degrees aren't worth anything. Certainly the right one could be worth a lot of money. But all of a sudden, the skill jobs, the, the trade jobs yeah. are where the money's at. Well, you've you've always needed skilled tradesmen well, right. but they were there before but you know 50 years ago it was flipped the other way and it was like yeah, oh, yeah everyone was being pushed towards white collar not blue collar jobs yeah and well you know so things change and you know the cost of getting a diploma for a white collar job is so high right well, now. well and and if you don't have the right degree it's it's i'd say it's not a great investment for you as far as returns go you know you need well, a a degree that will really translate in the real world to get you a job, cybersecurity, for example, you know. But right. and if, I'm if, not if you're, knocking if you're, a liberal arts degree. I'm just saying that's a. If you're studying seventeenth uh, uh, century European art and that's your major, well, good luck finding the museum mm-hmm. that hires you. Yeah, you better have a museum job waiting. Well, let's uh, let's shift gears. That was Minnesota. Let's check on the coast. Let's go to Long Island. See what's happening there. Fifth grade kids at a middle school received what their principal called a deeply inappropriate assignment on Monday, the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. It was reported by WABC that Mandy Beter, she's a health teacher there at Howard B. Martin Middle School, 
gave the kids a worksheet which posed a hypothetical scenario to students asking them to choose six individuals to accompany them to a fallout shelter in the event of a nuclear attack on Long Island. Wow. Okay. Well, that's kind of dark. <laughs> yeah. But here are the options. That's okay. that's when it gets a little darker. So you can only pick six of these to take with you to the shelter. The others you have to leave I mean, to this die. was like multiple choice? It is, and here you go. Okay. A 16-year-old pregnant girl. A police officer with multiple charges of brutality pending against him. He has his gun. A 38-year-old retired prostitute. A 75-year-old priest. A 35-year-old sterile female doctor. A husband and wife that refuse to be separated. He's a lawyer. She's an alcoholic. A 31-year-old homosexual architect. A 50-year-old musician previously addicted to cocaine. A 28-year-old drifter with no skills. Okay. And and they had to choose from that. The principals well, said... Um, you got to take five, six, how many? Six. The six. rest you got to leave, yeah. <laughs> said, look, our school, our district doesn't approve or support the assignments. These are age inappropriate. They fall outside the statute and standards. This is like an adult drinking game. It really, it's like a marry one, <laughs> uh, kill one, F one, right? Exactly. I mean, you may as well have done so the same I've thing. So I've already made my choices. I'm taking the prostitute, the sterile doctor... Uh, the cop with the gun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And let's see. That's I just need three. Oh, that's yeah. That's fine. The rest of you guys, you're on your own. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like such a weird thing to. It's kind of a brilliant uh, thought uh, game, really. I mean, it does require critical thinking. Now, how old are the kids who are, who are taking this? Fifth grade. Well, it's not appropriate for fifth grade. No, it's probably not to now, choose which to. It it might not even be appropriate for sixteen or seventeen year olds, but for an adult drinking game, it's great. That would be great. Absolutely, be fun. Yeah, you could actually do a, You could springboard off of that and make a whole new game. I think we're going to play it this weekend. Hmm. All right, let's uh, give away something here because uh, we want to. It's two tickets to Queens of the Stone Age. September 26th at the Walmart Amphitheater. That's right. You just got to be caller 10 1003. Good luck. Corey and Patrick. Point three. Arkansas. Rock Station. The Edge. Hi, The Edge. You're caller 10. You're the winner. All right. Cool. Yeah. I know. I surprised you there, right? You did. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I talking to? Uh, Kevin Love. Hey, Kevin. You've got two tickets to Queens of the Stone Age at the Walmart Amphitheater on the 26th. Awesome. You guys are great. Thank you so much. <laughs> you crazy. 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 Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. All right. It is time for today's craziest son of a bitch in the world. That is correct. We will advise you of who to avoid. We only have three choices today. Okay. This is new. Police say 78-year-old man fatally shot neighbor for trimming trees between their residences. Okay. Mm. Neighbors. Tesla road rage driver who terrorized California highway drivers with metal pipe sentenced to five years. Hmm. Naked okay. man shot dead inside Memphis restaurant. Hmm. What was the second one again? That was the uh, Tesla road rage driver who terrorized <sighs> California highway drivers with a metal pipe. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that one. 
I mean, it seems a little contradictory. Usually the Tesla drivers want to, you know, help the world, love the world, save energy and things like that. Not this guy. No. The 36-year-old driver of a Tesla caught on a dash cam video threatening motorists and damaging cars on freeways across Southern California has been sentenced to five years in prison for a series of road rage attacks. Nathaniel Radamack was found guilty of assault, criminal threats, vandalism, elder abuse. He's expected to appear for a restitution hearing on November 8th. He's been held at the L.A. County Jail. So um, some of his victims spoke out after the sentencing, saying they were still terrified. I just feel like he is going to get out and be infuriated, especially since all our names are out in public record from the majority of us, a victim told KABC. I feel like it's definitely still not over, especially because five years isn't enough. Another victim said he attacked her on a freeway in November in an incident caught on dash cam video. He went around me and completely stopped. And this was on a full freeway and just got out of the car and started hitting me. I felt if I didn't get away, he would have cracked my window. Mm. The attacks terrified the victims, uh, according to District Attorney George Gascon. Oh, he's in the news a lot. Yeah. The DA there. Well, he's kind of a, he doesn't like to incarcerate people very much. Motorists in Los Angeles shouldn't have to live in fear of being attacked while simply driving on the freeway, he said. In Southern California, he's accused of attacks on motorists going back to January of 2020. On January 11th of this year, he allegedly used a pipe to hit two cars, one on an L.A. area freeway and the other after following a couple from a shopping mall in Pasadena. How is he already not in jail? Well, I don't, he might have been in jail all this time. I don't know. Mm, okay. In November, Radimac allegedly threatened two women and broke one of their car's headlights. In June, he threatened a 74-year-old woman. Well, I guess he's been out of jail. Well, I guess there's no bail. I don't know. This is what happens, you uh, know. Yeah, I mean, it's I hard to understand, isn't it? It seems like he's been terrorizing people for several years now. No, it's, it's working out well, clearly. He allegedly, in November, threatened two women, broke one of their car's headlights. In June, he threatened a 74-year-old woman outside a doctor's office in Glendale. He has been facing drug possession and battery charges from an attack in Hollywood in January 2020 when they found steroids and more than $30,000 in his car. Oh, well, there you go. He's, he's roided out. This guy, always mad. This guy has a criminal history dating nearly 20 years. Wow. And spanning several states. And he's running around. So, But here's the good news. Yeah. He's helping to save the earth because he's driving a Tesla. Tesla, right. More Corey. Corey and Patrick in the morning. It's amazing how many big words come out of such tiny lizard-like brains. <laughs> That was my lizard tongue. 100.3, The Edge. 34 on The Edge. It is Corey and Patrick. How are you? 71 degrees now. It's going to hit 90 later on today. Uh, this week's going to be in the uh, uh, high 80s and low 90s, and that's what's going on because 
uh, by by Saturday, uh, since it's the beginning of fall, it'll be like you know what seventy every day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. 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 It's not going to be. Oh. So uh, the seventeenth annual uh, Halloween chili cookoff. She's a coming up Saturday, October twenty eighth. Brought to you by Rainwater Holton Sexton and our friends at Airco. Today we declared it uh, Chili Cookoff Business Tuesday because we wanted to focus on businesses entering the cookoff because there's so many great reasons. Well, and more and more businesses every year do it because they see a great return on investment. I mean, you're investing sixty dollars in your chili cooking material and a little bit of time mm-hmm. uh, to help charity. So, first of all, you're involved in the community. Second of all, thousands of people literally come through every year, so you get to meet them they come to your booth they eat your chili you get to see them shake hands hand them stuff whatever uh it's a great opportunity it's a great opportunity to get in front of people and um no matter what it is you uh uh, you do in commerce whether Mm -hmm. it's a service or it's a product you can get a booth it's pretty cheap it's 60 bucks to register you get a 15 by 15 space uh you cook up chili and you even compete for you know, prize money and the chili belt and other trophies while you're helping us raise money for the van and the Pulaski County Humane Society. I mean, yeah, if your company owns that chili belt, you can go around to your competitors, just walk in the door with that belt and go, look at this, bitch. I mean, you can. This is the uh, premier holiday Halloween event of uh, the month. It really has become the, I mean, in this case, it's the center of Halloween for many people in central Arkansas. For the nation. The nation. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the world. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So we need you to participate. Don't even think about it. Just go Just do it. right now. Go to edgelittlerock.com. Click through. Sign up a team. You may not even have a team put right. together yet. It doesn't matter. Sign up. And get a team. Hadn't even talked about all the uh, social media photos that you could post up that, uh, yeah. you know, will help your business, you know, showing you in the community doing this. It's going to be great. The deadline is coming up October 1st. Don't be the last one to do it. Thank you. The doors are continuing to open, and it's, it's this is good. This is good. This is good for a lot of people, I think. you you got to be more creative. We We all have to be. I think this guy's showing us how. A 39-year-old Japanese man now being deemed trans age hmm. after identifying as 28 because it's an age that better describes his personality. Okay. And the age of self-identified diversity where, you know, you can identify how you want. A Japanese guy comes out trans age. He's chosen... 28 despite being born 39 years ago okay the uh, man known as uh, jackie appeared on a reality show abima prime whatever that is where he explained he didn't feel comfortable as a 39 year old man it's not who he is so he had decided to be 28 instead he settled on that age because it's a good balance between an adult and still having a childish side he said without attracting the judgment of others Mm -hmm. now during the program that catapulted him to some level of fame he said the idea of becoming trans age was inspired by an interaction with his boss at work the superior asked how do you not know how to do this at your age you see smacked him because he 
didn't know what he was doing. So it made him feel so bad he decided to adopt an age that was more comfortable. Now, see, I think this is great because now we're really opening the door up for what you can do with this. Because I've been waiting for this moment so I could say, and I'll say it right now, I'll go ahead and roll this out. I am trans credit. I identify <laughs> as a 780 credit score, and I dare anyone to turn down any loan application I have. Yeah. Because if you do, uh-huh. I mean, what are you really saying to me? That I can't identify as someone with great credit history? Mm-hmm. That I can't tell you? I identify as someone who makes payments on time, even though I don't. Really? Yeah. Why not? Trans credit, baby. Can't you be trans anything at this point? Well, I, that's what I'm saying. The doors are all opening up now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, we're only limited by our creativity. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you're a trans doctor, a trans surgeon. True. You didn't have the training, but you inside you, you need feel it? like a doctor. You stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. By God, you can do brain surgery. Yeah, no, that's no a problem. good point. That's a good point. Are you going to tell them no? You mm-hmm. tell, hey, you don't have a degree. Really? You're going to degree shame someone? <laughs> What's wrong with you people out there? Maury and Patrick in the morning. One day they'll be replaced with AI. Artificial idiots. 100.3 The Edge. 16 minutes before 10 o'clock. It is, Corey and Patrick. How are you? You want to do address the uh, question I, we got? I do, yeah, because I, I know he's not the first person to ask. Someone had said, uh, hey, uh, considering uh, my company entering, but can't seem to find the rules on you know how the preparation and all that works yeah, right um it's not obvious and it should be we're going to talk to him about it but if you go over to uh the the link and you click through for the uh, chili cook-off click on the pdf of the entry form and on the entry form if you'll scroll down it has uh, all of the rules everything spelled out right there it's just on the entry form it's kind of funny we kevin was in here you know he's yeah. our he's our boss. Yeah, Kevin was in here earlier, kind of whining that not whining. He wasn't whining. No, bitching yeah. is the proper word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That people don't read the rules or something, and it's like, well, we got to tell Kevin if they got to find him. Yeah, no, it, it's it's helpful for them to be able to locate those rules. That's <laughs> a real critical moment. Yeah, that's not really Kevin's fault. We have to attack the webmaster. We have well, to... there's no attack. They just, you I know, mean... I know they they're just trying to get things up there, and they don't. I don't mean attack. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We have to gently prod. We have to straighten them out. The webmaster and he's not aware that people are having this problem. Yeah, we just uh, we right. need to get it there right at the front for you. All right, here's a couple of stories in the news today. Now, uh, I, 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 you know. Ah, Ah, I hate bringing up these kinds of stories only because, um, you know, I'm all about unicorns and fairy dust, right? What, what are you talking about? You know, and, and the kind of show that we generally do is unicorns basically... Unicorns and fairy dust. Yeah, that's what we do. It's basically cotton candy and candy no, apples. rainbows and... and uh, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I, I get it, yeah. You know? So let the good times roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a little microcosm of what's going on in our wonderful country. Yeah. By the way, um, kudos to Arnold Schwarzenegger. What did, did he did, do? Did you see the story? He he just was celebrating his 40th year at being an American citizen. Okay. And he was talking about how proud he was to be an American citizen. Oh, you're not supposed to say that anymore. I know. 
That's not cool. Why well, would you be proud? What's well, your problem? He's proud. What's your problem, man? <laughs> kind of whack job. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You know, I'll tell you what. Another thing that I notice uh, on the on the main street that leads to my home, uh, on a one mile route, there's about six American flags up. I think that's pretty good. Nazis. American flags playing the Nazi song by Lee Greenwood. I'm proud to be. I think that uh, huh? I think there's a lot of patriotism in Arkansas in general. You know. All right. So now I, I bring this up because uh, you know our country does have its problems, and some people uh, certainly uh, love it, but others are well. It's you know they're causing problems, and we have problems. Okay. Okay. So I think we all understand that. Uh, we have to address these problems. In Philadelphia, a cheesesteak restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what they do. They make cheesesteaks. Okay, okay, yeah. I like cheesesteak, by the way. It's delicious. Yeah. It has reopened for business now with assault rifle carrying guards because of a violent crime plaguing the city of brotherly love. Hold on. At the cheesesteak place? They have, they have armed, armed guards, guards. At the cheesesteak place? Yes. That's I mean, how, what are they making it with gold? What's going on? No, it's the it's the crime in the city. Now, this is Jim's West Steaks and Hoagies in West Philadelphia. Customers line up in order to uh, in order to uh, order sandwiches. Okay. Okay. And sometimes there's a line out of the little restaurant on the street. Oh, I see. Well, and those streets aren't safe. They're not safe, and violence has been spiking. There's been murders. There's been people assaulted. While getting a Philly? It's happened, yeah. The neighborhood's rough. Now, gun-toting security guards will stand vigil outside the eatery during business hours from Thursday to Sunday each week. The lines are down the block, so while you're standing here in line connecting with other people you may not know, we have security right here just to keep you guys safe, said the chief financial officer of uh, the restaurant. If He said, if you want to secure your business and you want to make sure everyone is safe, you have to spend that extra money. Of course, uh, some customers voice support. Some were like, well, um, I, I mean, get, I'm not a fan of guns, but I get it. It's great that no. they're protecting their customers, but mm-hmm. I mean. You think the when, police might do that? No, I think that when you have a point where the Philly cheese sandwich shop is yeah no that's a problem when you got to have ar-15 guards out there like the military well, that's what they have. get you a grub on a, a well, subway on or a sandwich on whatever it is that's what you have now no that's at least there so these guys are all either f- what do for- they do when you walk out of the grocery store for god's sake the guys are either former military or they're trained they're toting ar-15s and uh, they're they're clearly labeled as security so that's going on in Philadelphia, right? Isn't that great? No, I mean, it, it bodes well of, uh, of the safety of the community. All right. We have some other problems. Can you imagine that here? No. Can you imagine if you had to have an armed guard outside of Jimmy John's? No. I don't think it would, I just don't think it's ever going to come to that here. Well, no, Not at because the we wouldn't have to wait on armed guards. The customers are all armed. Customer, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no, you'd be a fool here. Let's go to uh, Ham Tramp, Michigan. Well, first of all, they need a new name. Well, that's their name. Yeah, get rid of it. This is a little ironic. 
the LGBTQ residents are voicing their feelings of betrayal over the Muslim City Council's decision. Okay, in Hamtramck, mm-hmm. it's a Muslim City Council. Okay. A lot of Muslims live there. Well, I would assume so. They're upset with the Muslim City Council's decision to remove pride flags from public property. Now, I will share there is some amount of irony here. Oh, yeah. There's there's some amount of irony here. Now, I, uh, well, let's, let's just go right to it. The irony is that, you know, for a long time, initially, especially after 9-11, people, and incorrectly so, you know, just indiscriminately thought that all people who were Muslim or you know, of that uh, area were bad people, right? I mean, sure. that was just, we were all in that state of mind. Sure. Over time, uh, we realized that wasn't true. And more than that, uh, progressive people really pushed for more and more rights for Muslim people to be accepted in in, in the country, right? And they have been. Well, yeah. And, and now and the they, irony they were... is they're like, yeah, now that we're accepted, uh, you know. They were calling out anybody who, uh, you know, uh, said something. Well, who questioned that, it, right. Who questioned who was still afraid of radical uh, yeah, Islamic. You, uh, Islamophobia uh, is it, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So they, 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 they pointed fingers and they admonished everybody and said, don't you ever be trans, or not trans, but uh, Islamophobic. Islamic, Islamophobic yeah. and, and, and whatever. So <laughs> meet the new boss, same as the old boss. The yeah, council surprise. The, the council unanimously voted in June to ban pride flags from public flagpoles, citing a desire to respect the religious rights of citizens opposed to the symbol. Well, this decision months later is still considered an act of betrayal by the LGBTQ citizens to the symbol of diversity they had hoped the council would uphold. I am 100% about diversity. I don't think any flag, but a state flag and a national flag should fly on any state or federal building. But only because it just creates dissension amongst... Why, why do you need to do that? You don't represent a faction. You represent mm-hmm. a people. Mm-hmm. That's the only flag that should be there. The totality of people, Right. Many residents in this tiny enclave just north of downtown Detroit saw these changes as a sign of Hamtramck's progressiveness. But the Muslim community that had previously experienced its own discrimination, including voter intimidation and resistance to mosques, public call to prayer, had finally taken seats at the table. And this is what they did. Yeah. I mean, it's a little humorous because, again, well, the, the tables are turned and all of a sudden the people you thought, you know, um, were being discriminated against and who you supported turn around and said, yeah, Look, we kind of don't like if, your pride flag, so th- we're not going to let that roll anymore. I think if you want to fly uh, your flag uh, on your car, on your home or anywhere else, that's fine. But I think. You know, there are times where just putting any flag out there is not the right thing to do. Let's say you're going into the battle, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you're going into war and you got your flag and you're going out, that the rainbow flag's the one you want to bring? It may not send the right message. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are times where that flag may not be. Let's unify people instead of separating them. So. As it stands now, there are five different flags that can fly on public property in that town. Okay. The U.S. flag. Yes. 
the Michigan flag. Makes sense. The Hamtramck flag. Okay, the city flag, yeah. I wonder if they pronounce it Hamtramck or Hamtrack. They should and just change the maybe name. Maybe the M is silent. Just I don't know. change the name. All right, so the, those three, the prisoner of war flag. Okay, that, 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 is, uh, that is universal to all. And a unique flag representing the nations from which many in that town hail from. It's like some other flag. Mm, that's a no-go. I think that one should also be. So it covers all I, sorts of other yeah, nations. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that one should be. That's me personally, and they voted for it. That's their right, or they passed the law. That's their right. I, I don't think any other nation's flag should be on a building that's a government-related building. So in the end, the uh, LGBTQ folks feel like um, they have been stabbed in the back, according to one and uh, they feel like... Um, Were they shocked that the Muslim people felt this way? It's not new. Well, I think they are shocked. Well, but, but then they didn't They didn't look into what they were doing. Well, they didn't pay attention to what's, go, what's I mean, been going on. I mean, you thought it was going to... It was going to change because they came here? They didn't pay attention to what's been going on in the Middle East in certain well, countries it, with gay people well, in the state? It's, look, it's, it's not exclusive to them. A lot of organized religions feel a type of way about that. You yeah, know? but you still have gay people being pushed off of buildings in certain places like Iran. Well, I don't think, you do, but I'm not, yes, by extreme people, yes. Yes, Crazy but, people. But, but also the Muslim religion is not a big fan of it. Well, neither is the Christian religion. No, but you see, <laughs> no one expected the Muslim. They, they went after the Christians already. Well, right, this one's a surprise. <laughs> this is a surprise This is a backdoor attack. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Corey and Patrick in the morning, professionals all the way. Except if they're on a holiday, they have a cough, or the break room is out of coffee. Well, then you're on your own. 100.3 The Edge. All right, here's a quick talk back from the uh, free iHeartRadio app. You should get it, by the way, if you don't have it on your well, phone. Well, why wouldn't you have it? Come on. Corey and Patrick, let's say I committed a crime. Can I identify as trans-innocent? Hmm. That would be very helpful, yeah. seeing as what I've done recently. Thank oh, you. no. <laughs> Don't tell us what you've done. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, it's uh, very possible that uh, it could be a working defense in the future. I don't know that that's uh, available now for your team to use. Yeah. All right. This is a couple of minutes before uh, 10 o'clock. The Edge Morning Fix is coming along here, and uh, we'll be out of here. Yeah. We'll be done. Uh not, uh, you know, we, we talk about uh, crime and some of the crime in different places. And usually crime is perpetrated on individuals, on people. But in L.A., it's so difficult right now. The robots are getting jacked, too. Hmm. What, what are they doing to the robots? Well, somebody uh, on X shared a compilation of robots moving through the streets of L.A. to do deliveries. Yeah. And there, in this uh, compilation is robots repeatedly being attacked and the content stolen. <laughs> they can't even fight back. Says businesses who use self-driving tech are starting to be affected by the prevalence of vandals and thieves disrupting delivery process. We called this. We told you this was going to happen. They're going to have to electrify it. Uh, we have to remake the food. Luckily, we still get reimbursed for that. He's a GM of a cafe. Hmm. Uh, but he said, I can see how companies can be hurting from it, especially because these robots are pretty expensive. 
Uh, they're going to have to to weaponize their delivery. They're going to have to put a charge on it. So if you touch it, you get zapped. They ought to do what the banks do. It ought to spray a dye on somebody. That'd be fun. Just spray it. Yeah, just spray a not blue a dye. dye. If you try to touch it and you're not off. No, how about this? How about spraying urine on them, like a like a like an animal? Spray the. Well, I mean, it maybe synthetic urine. urine. Not, I mean, well, I yeah, no, or or you like get pee on it, pee in it every morning to fill it up. If you're the boss, or like otherwise. like like that beaver hormone. What is it? Uh, it's uh, there's one gland in the beaver that's just absolutely stinky. Use it for bait and stuff to catch what animals. Hell? Use it for trapping. What are you talking about? The beaver, the the the, the beaver has a gland. Oh, the castor, uh, and it's the it's real stinky, and you can use yeah. it for trapping. I've learned this from my Alaska shows. If I ever, if I'm ever out there trapping, I need a beaver first, so I can get that gland. We and all need smear it all over the traps. Yeah, we all want to smear it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, good news. What? Remember a couple of hours ago. <laughs> what? You got so excited. I was just. Well, having... no, this is very exciting. Okay, tell me. A couple me. of hours ago, I mentioned that my wife was calling out Fire and Iron, the yes, motorcycle that's club. That's right. The kilted men who always show up. Yes. But they haven't registered. The kilted for the cookers. Co- they called us. Uh-huh. They will be there. I told you, Dr. Deeds. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.